What a mess. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Um, this is me, Lucia, at Transformed by His Word. I am a little today. Wait, I think I'm always like that. Um, but I'm happy to be here and do this um, video for you and I, and you know whoever else wants you want to share this to. Um, I am Lucia at Transformed by His Word. I am a biblical counselor that talks about the Bible and how it pertains to our daily life. Um, so today we are starting a discipleship series, if you want. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what to call it. So I'm going to be talking about discipleship for the next three weeks. Um, there are going to be, um, different ways and different reasons and, um, steps, I guess, um, on discipleship at the end of the month, I am going to have a suit friend of mine that does that for a living. Like her job is, uh, discipleship. So I think it's adult discipleship, what her official title is i don't know but she'll let us know here in a few weeks so i thought it was a good uh, idea to kind of talk about what discipleship is leading up to that interview um so you guys kind of know what we're talking about when we do that all right so with all that said um the first part I kind of want to cover when it comes to discipleship is relationship with Jesus. Okay. That is the basis of discipleship. That is why we do any discipleship to begin with. Um, if you listened last week, we, I had a guest that is not a believer and we just kind of talked about how, I've been discipling in her life without being a Bible thumper, if you will. I've heard that word lately uh, a couple of times. So I thought it was funny. Um, so we're going to be talking about relationship with Jesus. Like, what does that really look like, right? Um, in Christianity, in Christian circles, you hear about oh, you know, I have a relationship with Jesus, but what does that even mean? Um, and how often is that? You know, going to church Sunday and Wednesday does not give you a relationship with Jesus. Um, the pastor of the church that I go to right now says, you know, you wouldn't marry someone and then just see them twice a week. You just wouldn't do it. So, Kind of, kind of the same idea. I think it's sweet that he compares it to um, a marriage. I think it's appropriate. So I wanted to steal that from him. Uh, so let's talk about what does it really mean to have a friendship with Jesus? Because let's let's be real. This is God we're talking about, right? You look at 
who he is and and it's like mind-bothering that someone would think that they could be friends with the creator of all things right religion doesn't usually uh look like that it's more of what can i do for god so he doesn't strike me or you know because i'm unworthy or whatever but most religions have like to-do lists and it's very god's over here and people are over here um which makes sense you know when you're trying to please an infinite all-knowing all-powerful being it makes sense that we would see it as such a faraway thing but then jesus is born and you read the bible and it's like not even like that <laughs> he's he's like no that's not what i want so let's go over to the bible because that's what we do and see what it says so i wanted to start with acts um acts one seven and eight uh he is saying here he said to them for it is not for you to know the times and dates the father has set for his by his own authority um so this is kind of talking about end times you know he's not saying let me think about how to phrase this what he is saying is don't worry about when i'm coming back because what you have to get done you you need to get done you don't need to be worried about when i'm coming back okay that's uh god the father thing just don't even worry about it just live your life uh doing what i tell you to do okay so verse eight says but you will receive power when the holy spirit comes to you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So here, he, if you continue reading Acts, did what we call Day of Pentecost was when the Holy Spirit came. So now we are Christians that are powered, if you will, by the Holy Spirit. Uh, when you accept him in your life, he will... Be faithful and help you out um, for us to be his witnesses. That is what he wants. Um, if you have ever been in court, when someone calls in a witness, it's because this person knows enough about what they're going to be talking about and they're credible and they have the credentials to be able to be witnesses. So Jesus is calling us to be those witnesses. So we need to have the credentials and know enough to be able to be his witnesses. So the first thing when we're talking about a relationship with Jesus, he wants us to be his witnesses. That means he wants us to know him. Okay. I can't be a witness to someone if I don't know that person or that thing. Uh, I have to be able to be convinced and know that what I'm having to witness on is, is truth, right? So 
I think the first thing that we need to look at or think about is if you're a follower of Christ, you've been called to be his witness and what that means to you. And if you're actually acting on that, um, because that's what he's telling you to do. And if you're not, if you're not an active witness of Jesus, then you need to go back to square one, go to your Bible, go to the day where you said yes to Jesus, uh, your salvation day, and figure out your testimony and find out, you know, if you meant it, if you're for real, if you are seeking a relationship with Jesus. Um, the next thing that we talk about, or I want to talk about, is in Romans 8, 38 and 39. Uh, Romans 8, 38 and 39 says, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels or demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height or depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So this one here is really cool because he's saying that nothing's going to get between you and Jesus. Nothing. Uh, and he goes up and down and sideways. It's an all-encompassing, all-the-time relationship. There is nothing that can get between you and Christ if you are seeking him, right? Because that's the, the whole thing is God's seeking you. He wants a relationship with you, um, but he wants you to have that desire as well. He's not com coming and like beating you up with it or anything like that. So just know that nothing can get between you and Jesus. Um, the only person that can jeopardize your relationship with Christ is you. He has put it to where he is accessible and he's guarding your relationship with him as long as you want it. Um, so the third scripture, because you know I already, I'm going to give you a little scripture. You already know this. Um, the third scripture I wanted to give you is John 15, 15. Um, and it says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learn from my father, I have made known to you. He calls you friend. Yeah. I think that's pretty amazing. Um, he owns and has created everything. And he could be like, you are my servants. You need to do A, B, C, and D. This is how you get to heaven. But instead, he's like, no, no, no. My servants don't know my business. They don't know what I want. They don't know my heart. Only my friends do. And we're his friends. 
He wants us to be his friends. That's why he came. Um, so he's not just guarding the relationship that he wants to have with us, but he he's tell you telling you the depth of that relationship. It's not a superficial read your Bible once in a while, pray to me whenever you're in trouble. Um, but it's a friendship. It, it's an all-encompassing friendship. That fills my heart. <laughs> that that makes my heart sore. Just thinking that the same God that allows me to breathe, that needs nothing from me, is wanting to be my friend. That gives me chills. All right. The next scripture is... Isaiah 5811. Um, Isaiah 5811 says, The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden, like a spring whose waters never fail. He wants to guide you. So not only is he not going to let anyone get between you and him, he wants to be your friend, but he also wants to guide you in this crazy life, um, this crazy world. You know, I do biblical counseling, and if I had to narrow all of the counseling of everything that I've learned all of the books that I've read, all of the hours that I've put into it, into one thing is let your relationship with Christ be deep. That would be the one thing. Um, because all of my counseling, everything I'm going to say, you can find in the Bible. You can find it. Um, sometimes we need somebody to tell us but it, it's really it's really already there he wants to guide you he doesn't want you to be sad or depressed or anxious or suicidal or you know angry or any of all those things that people are dealing with today he doesn't want you to live there he doesn't want you to live in a mental health problem after mental health problem. He wants to guide you. He wants to satisfy your needs. And I love this verse for several reasons. Um, first of all, because it shows you, a lot of people have this idea that the God of the Old Testament was like mean and rude and like, oh, let's go to battle, which he was. Um, but the same things that Jesus was saying when he was here, when he was saying, hey, I want to be your friend. Here's, here's my hand. I want to be your friend. 
it's also in the Old Testament. He's saying, I, I want to guide you. I want to satisfy your needs. I want to strengthen you when you're weak. And what a wonderful thing that is, that he has such um, love for us, such desire to be part of our lives. Um, then we're going to Jeremiah, staying kind of in the Old Testament feel of things, so we can break some of those myths that the Old Testament is just our. Uh, we're going to Jeremiah 33.3. Um, and in Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, call me and I will answer. I tell you great and unreachable things you do not know. He wants you to call on him. You know, I have friends and I like when they call me, uh, that is really cool when your friend is seeking your wisdom and when they're not feeling great and they call you because they need to feel better um god is telling us call me and i will answer now a lot of people will say oh but I pray and he doesn't answer. He answers in different ways. Sometimes we're just full of our flesh. And what we're asking for is not the best for us. So sometimes he won't answer. But it's not that he's not answering. Is that the answer is not the answer you were looking for. That's a difference, right? That's the biggest difference. And then the last scripture I have for you is going to be found in Luke 12, 7. Luke 12, 7 says, Indeed, the very hairs of your head are numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. I tell you, whoever publicly acknowledged me before others the Son of Man will also acknowledge before the angels of God. Okay, that verse is intense. <laughs> uh, not only does he know me and you, but he knows the hairs on my head. I don't know the hairs on my head. I don't know me that well. And he does. He knows me better than I know me. Isn't that amazing? So he knows me. That, I mean, knowing that my God knows me and knows all my imperfections and knows all my limitations and knows all my secrets in all of my ugliness, and he still wants to call me friend, and he still wants for me to actively be searching and reaching for a relationship with him, it blows my mind, you guys. Does it not you? I mean, it's just 
So outside of logic, like we look at people and we decide who's going to be our friend based on, you know, what we like about them or if we have a lot in common or, you know, whatever the reason. Um, and he's like, I know you. I, I know all of you, everything about you. And I still will call you my friend. And if you call me your friend, I will call you my friend in front of the angels. So what you're telling me that if I acknowledge God, if I acknowledge my relationship with Jesus, with my peers, he's going to acknowledge me, me amongst his peers, which is the angels. <laughs> it, it seems to me like it's such a lopsided relationship. Like, why would I not search for it, look for it, want it? Um, Man, why wouldn't we? Um, there's a lot of things that get in our way. And it's easy to get busy with life. Um, and guess what? He knows that too. But he is sweet and patient with us. And he really does want a relationship with us to be based on who he is and what what a wonderful gift he's giving us. All right, you guys. So I'm going to cut it short-ish <laughs> uh, today. I know that last week you hung in there with me. We had a whole hour episode and it was so, so good. If you didn't listen to it, I'll attach it to this because it was worth uh, the time. Um, so my challenge for you for this week is um, as we're talking about, you know, having a friendship with Jesus, having a relationship with the God that created us, um, just, just dig deeper, just dig deeper. See what God is calling you to do. What does he want you to do? Um, if you are having any mental health issues that I can help with, um, just email me, lgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. I have open availability right now. And um, I really would love to sit down with you. Um, we can do a cup of coffee and see where you're at. You are not alone. I would love, love, love to talk to you more about what this whole relationship with Jesus thing is about and how it can help you. Um, but if you need more than that, also email me, elgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. We can sit down and have a whole full session. Um Maybe you need more help than just a cup of coffee um, to figure out what you need to be doing 
either way, just let me know. I love you guys so, so much. I am so thankful that Jesus has put me on this platform. You know, I don't have gazillion people listening, but I appreciate and love the ones that do listen. And I hope that this is a blessing to your day, to your life. If there's anything specific you want me to talk about, you can send me an email as well. Um, and I think that is going to be the end of that. So as always, share, like, uh, it does help me when you do those things because you let me know that you know and that your friends know. Have a great day. Goodbye.